all. How are we this morning? Good morning, good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We thank you that you bring us, you draw us into you, closer to you every single day through your word. The more we connect with your word, the more closer we get to you by getting to know you more. You reveal newer dimensions of yourself. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity, this privilege to learn from you, to be with you, to talk to you to spend time with you in prayer every day throughout the day, through the evening session with the rosary, the revelations that you grant us there as well, through our own personal prayer, through our own reading time individually. Thank you, Father, that you make those words in your book of law come alive to us. Those words that reveal your relationship with us, your nature, your character. So that as we study you more, as we know you more, the better understanding we get of ourselves and our own identity and who we are when we are in you, we are part of you. We thank you, Father, that you are ever willing to pour out your mercy on us for all the times that we fall. We thank you for all the investment that you have put in us. Everything in heaven you have given for us. Your son, your spirit, your angels. You gave us your law, your principles, your systems of abundance, of dominion, of growth, of health, of well-being, of relationships. And the peace that you pour into our hearts right now when we are with you. And we connect with you in our spirit and we pray. That peace, Father, we want to share with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, with everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group, every prayer that is made in faith, with all those that have no one to pray for them and are desperately seeking some help from somewhere, the ones whose lives you will touch today, Father. Every case that in the human eye seems hopeless, everyone that holds on to faith knows in our hearts that nothing is impossible to God. And as your word says, no word from God shall fail. We share your peace and your joy with all those that are called by your name and do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. But everything that stops them from seeing the truth, from being set free by that truth, by your presence, the radiance of your glory, the love of their Father. Let every such veil before their eyes be torn apart. Every mountain in their path be cut down. Every bronze gate be broken down. And the path be made flat for them to walk straight. Walk towards you. We thank you, Father, that you are ever willing to pour your grace on each of these that make that decision to turn their hearts towards you. 
We pray this day that there are many more that will turn their hearts and will accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. In doing so, receive back their gift of life in the Spirit, the gift of eternal life. They become people whom Satan can no longer do anything about. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your presence with us this morning. And we call on your name, the name of our God, our Father, our Maker, the El Shaddai, the Almighty, the Omnipresent, the Omniscient, the one who has made for us the way of holiness, the one who makes the parched land a pool of water and a thirsty land springs of water. So even if our life looked like that, we know that it shall be made into an oasis. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who dwells in the midst of his, in the midst of the cherubims. Above the mercy seat. The one who has made his tabernacle in our heart. The Holy One of Israel. Blessed be your name, O Lord. The God of Israel who does wonderful things. And the Lord who in the midst of his people is mighty. The God of miracles. The God of faith. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who taught us to have that faith. The lamb upon the throne. The sacrifice that made and secured our lives. The one who paid the price in full. That we might no longer be under judgment. But might have the opportunity for that unmerited grace. And in walking on our journey with you. Might come under his favor. The bridge to the Father, the sheep gate, the Lord who heals, the Word Himself, the one who shall judge the quick and the dead, the one who is our daily bread. As we connect with your, your Word every single day, we have our communion with Him. We pray in the name of your Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Truth. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of light, our strengthener, our standby, our intercessor, the one who makes intercession for us at all times, that every prayer that we start in sincerity from our spirit, it is he, the miracle worker, the way maker who finishes that prayer. The, ones who, the one who quickens us in our spirit, to receive your revelation, your wisdom, your understanding. The knowledge, the mysteries that you have kept hidden in your word. It is he who makes them known to us. The one who has made his tabernacle in our body. That this body might no longer be a body of sin. But be transformed into the temple of the most high God place where he is worshipped and glorified, a place where we can have our communion with God himself, where we hear from him within us. When he is in us, there is no power over us and no place 
for Satan, for sin, for sickness, for disease. It is your spirit, Lord, that convicts us and are ever willing to offer us grace, but never condemn. Now there is no condemnation for anyone, your word says, who is in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you give us so much of yourself. You do not hold back anything at all. Help us to appreciate and understand the extent to which you give and you keep on giving. That we are able to understand that giving nature of our Father that he wants in us to be Christ-like in our mind, in our thinking. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of family, of friends. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of angels and destiny helpers, that you have made every provision for us in your will, and you make that available to us when we fulfill the right conditions. We ask for an understanding of those conditions, Lord, that we must fulfill so that these provisions get activated in our lives and we are able to walk in the abundance, in the dominion that you have set aside for us. When you said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not bring you in harm's way. Help us understand those conditions and principles of that prosperity, Lord, that you have kept mysteriously hidden as secrets in your word, in your book of law. And as we pray this morning, we shall reflect on relationships and in particular the aspect of friendship in every relationship. Each one must first be a friend before being a parent or a husband or a wife or a sibling. Why is that important? Number one, so that the connection is peer-to-peer -peer and not one of authority where one looks down on the other. Number two, likewise, it is neither under pressure. Neither of the two people in that relationship are under pressure. Number three, we seek to first know and understand the other person's viewpoint before impressing our own on them. Number four, friends are generally giving in nature. That is the true nature of God our Father as well, the giver. God offers us principles in his word to know how to navigate the complicated aspects of relationships. So let us look at what the Bible says about any kind of relationship in general. And here are a few notes and observations that I have put together. The first one is from Proverbs 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. As we meditate on each of these, there will be a few questions that we must ask ourselves. For this one, the question is, do I engage every relationship out of love for the other person? Or it is my own benefit that I am after? 
Am I willing to be the friend in deed first, irrespective of circumstance? Or am I going to be the friend in need based on situation? Romans 12 verse 9 says, Love genuinely. Do not pretend. Am I genuine in this relationship? Number two comes from Proverbs 27 verse 17. As iron shapes iron, so a friend, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Am I willing to help others sharpen their gifts and fulfill their purpose in life? Am I willing to be a destiny helper, a burden bearer? A friend who advises, guides, motivates, and supports. One who tells them the truth, the way it is. Number three, Proverbs 17, verse 9. He that covers a transgression seeks love, but he that repeats a matter separates very friends. And this is an important one. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven. But dwelling on it, bringing it up again and again out of context, especially in a totally different and unrelated situation, with an intention to hurt or to shame the other person, only causes distress and leads to separation. Are we doing this with our husbands or with our wives? with our children, with our siblings, with the ones that love us and care about us the most? Are we looking to be one above them so that I will have the last word in any argument and in any discussion so that I can hit them in a way where I can shame them and they have no answer back? Am I doing this in any of my conversations? This is a reality check we each must make. Am I pointing out an old mistake again and again? Am I scratching an old wound? Proverbs 18 verse 19 is our fourth one. An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Have I relentlessly kept on hurting a dear one so much that I have stretched their pain beyond the limit it can be stretched to? Am I damaging any of my current relationships in this way? We must look for withdrawals for explosion of emotions and passive aggression from others that we are in a relationship with, be it our own family or friends. These are the signs that things are going downhill. And if they are, then we must do something about it immediately. We must look to resolve that mistake that we have made and let things go downhill to roll it back up again 
to establish and bring about peace into that relationship once again. Number five is Psalms 41 verse 9. Even my best friend, the one I trusted completely, the one who shared my food has turned against me. This was part of David's prayer in Psalm 41. But looking at our own lives, are we a person that can be trusted? Trusted with information? Trusted in a relationship? Betrayal can cause bitterness, a feeling of rejection, or even affect mental health. Am I the cause of someone's grief? Have I betrayed someone knowingly or unknowingly by revealing something that was meant to be kept to myself? Have I let down their expectation in my relationship with them? Number six is from, the, from Galatians chapter 5 verse 13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Am I using the freedom given to me to look down on others or to mistreat them? To take undue advantage of them when I am in that position of advantage? We are called to serve. In Galatians 6 verse 38, Paul teaches us, give what we expect to receive. Serve first in order that you can be served in the same way. Am I the first one to step forward to serve others? Am I willing to offer a hand to help? To ease someone's burden. Just to be there for them to share in their physical and emotional challenges. Am I willing to offer that which I have in surplus? My time, my money, my resources. Number seven is from John 13, verse 34. And this is Jesus' instruction. He gave us his new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. He set his own love as a benchmark, as a standard. That we compare our actions of love to his and align with it. His love is selfless. In John 15, verse 13, Jesus said, Greater love has no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. So he raised the bar. And he delivered above and beyond. He demonstrated it. He gave his own life for us while we are still sinners. How far am I willing to go in serving others? 
what am I willing to sacrifice? And number eight, the last one. Maintain respect. Philippians 2 verse 3 says, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Romans 12 verse 10 teaches us how to one another in showing honor. Respect for the other person is the very basis of sustenance in a relationship. Without respect, a healthy relationship cannot exist. Am I treating every person that I am connected with with respect? Or do I judge them? Do I look down on them? Especially the ones who are not as good as I am in terms of skill, in terms of looks, in terms of finances, in terms of the way I dress and present myself, in terms of the assets that I have. Perhaps they do not have a phone as good as I do or the car. Perhaps the house where they live in or the language they speak. Am I treating everyone that I engage with throughout the day with respect? Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for these, your values that you have hidden in your word to be impressed upon our hearts and our lives that we keep on revisiting the learnings that you give us from your word. And we apply them in our lives that we are able to live the character, the nature, and have the mind of Jesus. We ask for this edification in our spirit. We ask for that transformation this day, Lord, so that every step that we take forward, holding your hand through your word, meditating on the revelation that you grant us, our image appears as one that is closer and closer to that far Christ. And we know, Father, in our hearts that when we operate in love in any situation, Satan loses his control over that situation and the accuser can no longer point a finger at us. But we have risen above that possibility of being pointed at by simply operating in love. As simple as it looks, it is hard, Father, so we ask for your grace that in our weak human nature, we are able to impress these words. And your word says faith in that word comes by hearing and hearing it again. And as we hear and hear it again, more and more it becomes flesh of our flesh. We meditate on it, we reflect on it, we understand it and we apply it in our lives. We thank you, Father, for the transformation that then follows. 
as we pray for this growth in our spirit, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, especially those that are battling all kinds of sickness. All kinds of affliction. It is by your stripes and your wounds, Jesus, that every price was paid. We declare them freed from the curse of the law. When they open their hearts to receive you, we know, Lord, in our heart that your grace fills up that atmosphere. You are ever willing to show your mercy on those that are repentant. On their behalf, we pray for mercy. We pray for the forgiveness of sin. And we pray for a transformation of heart. That they are first healed in the spirit and then in the flesh. And just as their spirit prospers, the flesh shall also prosper, but this time aligned with your will. We pray also for all families, especially the ones that are undergoing misunderstanding, separation, infidelity, violence, anything that seeks to separate them from each other. Father, we curse every such spirit of separation and division in the name of Jesus. We cast them out of these homes right now. We bind them in the mighty name and the authority of Jesus and cast them into the lake of fire and sulfur, never to return to these homes anymore. We cover these homes, this family, and every member of these families that we are praying for, as also every family under the Brisbane Prayer Group. By your precious blood, Jesus, that blood which has won all victories, that blood through which we have life, our lifeline, and that blood which forms our hedge of defense. Through which there is healing. Through which there is reformation. Through which there is renewal and a rebuilding of your body. Your people. We invite you once again to take your place as the head of these homes, Lord. For when you enter, love enters that home. And what you have joined together... No man and no spirit can separate. We pray for all those that are battling challenges against all kinds of strongholds that are limiting them in any way. Those that are battling addictions, mental challenges. Those that are battling all kinds of discrimination. Those that are fighting against poverty, those that have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, their businesses, their income. Any kind of spirit that sits on the gate of their destiny, keeping it shut towards them. We come against it in the name and by the blood of Jesus. We declare every such chain over their lives and their destiny broken right now. We declare every limitation, every yoke of the enemy broken right now. We ask for a fresh pouring of your anointing this day, Father. That the new opportunities that are available to them in this spirit, that their destiny that you have drawn and written for them, be connected with them. We thank you for the gift of angels that you have given charge over them and the destiny helpers that you have planted in their life. By the power of prophecy, we command them to come forward, to connect, 
these the children of your inheritance father your people israel with their chosen destiny you have called them a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation and when they are connected with their shepherd we know and we know in our hearts they can lack nothing we thank you father for every provision that is made available to them in accordance with your riches through your glory revealed to us in christ jesus we pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families and we thank you father that as we release our faith you have heard us we thank you holy spirit that you make this prayer of agreement with us as you intercede for and on our behalf and make this prayer with us this prayer becomes our prayer of agreement with the miracle worker himself and when we release our faith knowing that the word that we speak from your will and in the name of jesus cannot go empty and must perform that which it was sent to perform we know in our hearts that no word from god shall fail he has exalted his word above his name his integrity backs every word that is written in his book of the law and so father we release our faith now as we pray in the gift you have given us the gift of tongues and we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make our prayer thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father Thank, thank you father thank Sala la 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 la
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. The scripture I was given today is 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 19. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. We regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Today, even as we were praying, I seen a vision uh, of a builder building a house and uh, as he was putting a brick upon each other he was putting the cement in between those bricks and holding them tight and i sense as if the lord saying every house that is built should be built with the cement of love and the word of god that was impressed in my heart was from psalm 127 1 Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a reflection shared in the chat as well. This is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 18 to 20, where it is written, For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself 
being the chief cornerstone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, let's up about our topic for this Friday. The topic is the spirit of truth. We will learn that in the spiritual realm, there are three, uh, three coordinates of truth. And we have to be open to the spirit of truth who is willing to come to our help. We shall share links to join the teaching session on Zoom as well as on YouTube, and also the address to our church at Aspley, St. Dimpana's Church, Aspley, where this Friday's Bible study session will be held live. So all those that are in Brisbane, I'd encourage you to come and join us there in that fellowship with the Father. And uh, praise and worship starts from 5.30 p.m. onwards. So the session will be live from 5.30 in the church. Please come and join in whenever you can all those especially that are living from work and coming directly to the session. Most welcome to join in any time during the session. If you can make it later as well, please come, don't hesitate. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that favor be multiplied in each of our lives. Let it answer to our lives bodily now so that as we become a testimony of that favor and that grace, let us in turn share our story, share the gospel, be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you. Very so God bless you, everybody. God bless you, everybody. Thank you, brother. Jesus.